Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for Morning Coffee with Larry, and I am glad that you're joining me today. It is Friday. I'm so excited about Friday. It is the 27th of December. It's hard to believe we are, we're at the end of the year. We're here. This is kind of scary. Where did the year go? Where did 2019 go? I wonder if it's hiding in the closet somewhere. It couldn't have gone this fast. Actually, I'll tell you what was funny. Last night, I was talking with my wife, and um, where were we? Oh, we were um, after work. She had come to town, and uh, we both, I hopped in her van, and we just went over to Walmart to do a little bit of shopping. And then as we're coming out, it's, of course, getting dark. It was a beautiful sunset. Um but uh, I was saying, holy cow, it's getting dark. But you know what? It's starting to get lighter, though. We're getting towards summer, you know, because we're past, uh, past the uh, the winter solstice. I said, next thing you know, it's going to be summer. And she just kind of looked at me. <laughs> and I said, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be any time. Because I have no idea where summer and fall went. Uh, it went so fast. So surely, following that logic, is it isn't winter going to go that fast too? So <laughs> it's going to happen soon. And actually, last night we were uh, we were watching um, Christmas Vacation on TV. I just love that movie. Um, actually, what's funny? Somebody in Effingham, I believe it was. It may have been outside of town, but I think it was in Effingham. Um, because I can't remember which house it was, but they've got like a life-size plywood painted cutout of Cousin Eddie unloading his septic tank to like the, the great sewer, which is just hilarious. But anyway, we were watching the movie, and she mentioned about a date coming up, you know, like with the first of the year, and, and she kind of got a little excited, and she said, you know what that means? And it's like, what does that mean? And she said, that means we got to start ordering seeds. And, and it's like, yeah, because we got to start planning what the garden's going to be. Uh, that's that's a big, important thing. And, you know, one of the things I've said for years is how do you know when, you know, when uh, spring is around the corner? It's when you get the Burpee seed catalog in the mail, or whichever seed catalog. But Burpee was the one my grandparents always used to get in the mail. And you start picking out the seeds. You start thinking about your garden. You start thinking about everything you want to eat from the garden for the next year. So, you know, lots of fun thoughts thinking about what's going to be coming up. Of course, we do have to get through winter. And um, the... uh, the thought of a bad winter is not appealing because <laughs> we have to, you know, with the livestock, we in the wintertime, we have to, to carry five-gallon buckets of water. Uh, we've got a little coaster wagon, kind of a farm coaster wagon, heavier duty, that we, uh, that we use. But when there's snow on the ground, you really can't use it very effectively. So, yeah, we've got that coming up. But just on the other side of winter will be spring and that's going to be good but you know as we as we come up on new year's one of the things that i've noticed a lot of people posting about uh is just you know 
probably along the line of New Year's resolutions, making 2020 different from 2019. And it's, you know, you can do this any day of the year. But it's kind of like on a car. When you see your car roll over one of those magic numbers uh, on the odometer, then it's like, ah, there, that's the thing that we're looking for. You know, I remember watching my parents' uh, car roll over 100,000 miles. And back then, that was a big deal. Uh, Nowadays, cars go way past 100,000. But back then, if you had a car that hit 100,000, that was kind of amazing because they just didn't last as long. Uh, And so that's kind of what January 1st is, New Year's Day. And there's some traditions that that go with it as far as eating, you know, if you eat certain foods, then that kind of, you know, it's a tradition, you know, starting off the year right. Uh, in our household, we do um, uh, black-eyed peas and some sort of cabbage thing, you know, like coleslaw. <laughs> Been doing that for several years. Uh, other people have corned beef and cabbage. Uh, we've done that also. Um But in thinking about the things that matter, the things that you would like to change, well, this is is where you can't just wish it. You've got to do something different. If it's something you're serious about, then you have to... You have to seriously think about a plan. How is that going to take place? And I've been um, kind of pulling different memes that I see people have and just kind of putting them into a separate folder for this uh, group and or for this uh, podcast. And there was one that uh, <laughs> I kind of uh, kind of liked. It said, "Look, man, in twenty twenty we're folding clothes as soon as they get out of the dryer. <laughs> well, I, I tell you, it's it's a lot handier if you do that. And if you got a, a dryer that, you know, like the, the modern, the new dryers that have come out, we just, we bought a new dryer last year, and it sings a little song whenever it's done. So you can hear it, and it's like, oh, time to get the clothes out. Um. But yeah, that's 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 a nice goal. But that's that's kind of a what I would call a superficial superficial goal. Um, you know, if if that's if that's the big one, okay, maybe we need to have a, a private conversation about. <laughs> but if your goal is to let's say, for example, not procrastinate, if your goal is to take action on the things as they appear because you're sick and tired of there being piles in your house of stuff that needs to be done that doesn't get done. If you're sick and tired of having to do a whole bunch all at once when if it was just dealt with immediately, it wouldn't be piling up. That is a good goal. But now comes the question of how do you pull it off? What do you need to do? What do you need to put into practice? What lifestyle patterns do you need to change? 
training yourself to see things that need to be done and then just doing them. And they're often little things, but they accumulate. You know, uh, a brick is something small. It's a little bit heavy, but it's something small. It's very manageable. And if you add a whole bunch of bricks together, you can make something. You can make a wall. You can make a, a building. You can make, you know, you know, uh, landscaping stuff. You can do a lot of things with these little bricks if you have a plan. And whenever you're thinking about the changes that kind of make sense in your life, they, they're, they're kind of, you know, you, you got to follow a plan if you're going to pull it off. See, that's the problem with a lot of New Year's resolutions. We see the goal of what we would like. You know, we want to lose X number of pounds. Fantastic. I want to join with you because I am way heavier than what I'm supposed to be. But do you have a plan? Do you have a plan of how to get there? And, you know, okay, I'm going to, to eat less. If we're going to kind of play with the theme here of losing some weight, I'm going to eat less. Okay, that sounds good. You should have, you know, a, a limited number of calories, especially if you, you know, are a binge eater. But then as a part of the plan, there needs to be how you're going to deal with those triggers that get you to want to eat outside of the times when you do. How are you going to deal with cravings? If after these holidays, after Christmas and New Year's, when there's been all kinds of food in the house, sweets in the house, sweets at work, um, and you start getting those sugar cravings, how are you, what's your plan for dealing with it? See, it's more than just having a goal in the initial plan. It's how to plan for roadblocks that come in the way. How to plan for distractions that come in the way. How do you, you know, what's the reason behind some of the overeating? Well, is it out of boredom? Is it out of nervousness? Is there a pattern? Is there something that you, when you experience it, you associate needing to poke something in your mouth? Is it when you're, uh, if you're, you know, looking at, if you're going out to eat and you're thinking about, you know, thinking about what you want to order from the menu? Are you going for what you typically have as your pattern? Or is a part of your plan shaking up that pattern of what food you choose at a restaurant and going with something different, going with something healthier. You know, it's, it's having that comprehensive plan that, that ties into it as well. There's just a lot of things that we kind of gloss over. We don't think about whenever we're actually thinking about making some sort of a major change. And we have to. We've got to think through those things, you know, in just kind of like uh, with with our house here, our new house here in the country. 
there was a whole lot of thinking that had to take place regarding what we were going to do and what we were going to need when it came to um, building a house out here. You know, we had uh, we had to think about water. Can't okay, build the house, put it out here, blah blah blah. But where are you going to get water from? Do you put down a well, or are you able to tap into um, rural water? And luckily, rural water came through about a year before we actually did the house. So we uh, we said yes, we want to have a meter out here. This is where we want to, um, you know, hook up at. So we had that. But then, where do you get rid of your waste? You know, there's no rural sewer system like the rural water system. So, okay, we got to go with, um, you know, septic system. Well, there's more than one type. And you see, what I'm saying is you've got all these different things that if you just think about the superficial level, okay, we're going to get a house. This is where we're going to put it, blah, blah, blah. You got to think through the other things. So if you want to lose weight, if you want to become more physically active, if you want to be able to touch your toes again, you know, whatever it is, do you, are you putting that kind of into your plan? And so whenever you start thinking about these different things, you're actually kind of having to juggle a lot, aren't you? There's a lot of thoughts. And if, you know, the older you get, it's kind of harder to keep some of those thoughts in place. So what do you think would be a good thing to do if you're serious about making changes for 2020, for 2020? What do you want to do? Or what, what do you need to do? Well, one is probably you need to write this down. You need to write it down into kind of an organized plan. Maybe it's going to be a bullet list. Maybe it's a bullet list that has sub-bullets, you know, uh, under each particular point. But you see, when, you, when you're wanting to make a, a significant change, when you're wanting to improve your life, write it down. That is a fantastic starting point. Because when you take it out of your head and you put it onto paper, it becomes tangible. How many times over your lifetime have you thought about something? Maybe you've thought about it a lot and it's never happened. Well, why hasn't it happened? Did you ever actually put it onto paper? It's like one of the doctors where I work. She made a, a comment one day that, it really it kind of it was one of those things it was like a bat hitting me between the eyes it it really struck me and and it was talking about you know somehow the conversation went to vacations and uh, and so uh you know I said, oh you know wife and I we want go on a some sort of a getaway a vacation we haven't been on one for a while you know, just kind of need a, a week or week and a half or two weeks away from this place, just kind of rest and rejuvenate. And she said, have you put it on the calendar? I was like, no. She said, well, if you never put it on the calendar, it's never going to happen. That's why you haven't been on one for a while. It was like, whoa, that's true. Talked about it. Talked about it a lot.
whether it's big conversations or little conversations. But we never put it on the calendar. And so it wasn't too long after that that I told my wife, let's plan for a vacation. We don't know exactly where we want to go yet, but let's put it on the calendar. Let me get the time off so we can do this. So getting something down, commitment on paper, a plan is a great starting point. Second part, once you got that plan down, read it out loud. Read it out loud. Many times. You see, when you've written it down and then you read it out loud, speaking it with your mouth so you hear it with your ears, it does something different in your head. It, it, it makes it become more real because you're seeing it and you're hearing it at the exact same time. I've found that to be very effective for people who are wanting to make change. And so in, when you speak it out loud, all of a sudden you can also get a bit of confidence. You see, you can read something in your head, just reading it off a of paper. And that tangible part is important when you see it. But you see, when you speak it, if you speak it with confidence in your voice, with determination in your voice, guess what? That determination makes a difference. That determination makes a difference. Now, third part is you act on it. You see, it's important to have the right attitude which comes in that speaking part, because then with the right attitude, you're able to start implementing that plan. You're believing it. You're confident about it. And when you're confident about it and you believe it, you can move into action better. See, if you're not confident about something, are you going to take the risk, the risk of action are you willing to, are you going to, you may be willing, but are you going to actually take the risk of action if you don't fully believe it? See, there's a lot of amazing things that can happen in this next year. I have seen incredible things happen to people over just a year's time period where they say, holy cow, I can't believe that's where I was and this is where I am today. And if that's what you want, you got to write it, you got you got to write it down, you got to speak it, you got to believe it, then you can actually live it. So we're going to talk a little bit more over the next few days regarding the idea of New Year's resolutions. There's several good memes that people have posted that ties into what they're wanting to do. And I want to tap into some of those because if there's things that you want for 2020, I want you to have those. As long as they're good, moral, ethical, um, I want you to have that. I want you to make this next year what you hope and dream it to be. If you are stuck, if you are stuck in a place 
in a situation, in a mindset, in an attitude, in an emotional state, in a job, in whatever. If you are stuck where you don't want to be, I want 2020 to be the year where you get unstuck, where you have a direction, where you have a hope of how things can be, and that you move forward in it, that you don't get distracted from your plan, that you stay with your plan, that you implement it, that you see progress, that you then reach out a helping hand to help the next person. You see, when you are able to move out of where you were stuck, you become an inspiration to the people who see you. The people who see you in your everyday life, when they see you get unstuck, you become an inspiration to them. You become somebody that they can point to, that they can point to and say, look at what they've done. I'm like them. I can do that too. You know, when couples have a crappy marriage, one of the things, and they come to me, you know, when I had my private practice, and they would come to me, and I would tell them one of the most important things that you can do for everybody around you is to restore your marriage and make your marriage to what God intended it to be. Not what it became, but what God intended it to be. Because if you restore that marriage, what kind of an example are you giving to your children? Because they're going to grow up. They're going to get into relationships. They're going to get married. And then they're going to have hard times. And that you want them to be able to look at what you did with your marriage in restoring it. And for that to be an example of what they can do, the same example would play out for your siblings, for your neighbors, for people from your church, for people from your work, where they know how bad things were, either because you told them or you saw it, but you didn't stop there and you worked to improve and to change it and you became an example that's what I would tell couples. It's not just about their relationship. It's about everybody that they also come in contact with because everybody is watching, not because they're voyeurs, but because they're in your lives. And so today, as you think to 2020, that's going to be here in no time. I want you to have the success that's possible in making 2020 a fantastic year. One that you can say, look where I was and where I am now. Not because I'm more special than anybody else, but because I put in place a plan to make my goals and my dreams and my hopes come true. And so can you. Pointing to the other people in your life and in in an encouraging way, saying you can make things different too. All right, people. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. This definitely got my passion going. Um, yeah, that, that, I want these things for you. I want these things for me, and I want these things for you. I have hopes and dreams and goals for 2020. And maybe when I encourage you, it helps to encourage me as well. All right, everybody, make it a great day. It's Friday. The weekend is here. Uh, Tomorrow, making a fast trip to Chicago, to the airport, taking a family member up there for a trip and uh, coming back. So I get to spend a whole bunch of time with my lovely redheaded wife as we uh, as we mosey on the highway for several hours. <laughs> but I love the weekend. I hope you have a great one, and we will see you on Monday. Take care. God bless.